Welcome, everybody. I am Reverend Jennifer Hadley. I'm so grateful to introduce Venerable Dahani Wahoo. Venerable speaks directly from her heart, offering us pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father streams that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Thank you, Venerable. Well, thank you, Jennifer. I, I'm amazed that so many years have passed and so grateful that you invited me to do these uh, broadcasts, these telephone calls where I can speak to those beyond the horizon. It has shown to be of benefit to many, and I am grateful that you have a vision and that we are planting seeds of good cause. May these words continue to support the wisdom seed in everyone who listens and support skillful activity with their families, clans, nations, land. May all beings benefit from our exploration. We are explorers. We explore the field of potential. It is amazing and wonderful. The gift of the human body. Who are we grateful for? What are we grateful for? Consider your family, your parents, whether you know them or not. The dynamic dance of DNA that gives you an opportunity to express potentials of creation and establishing a cloak, the body you wear, which is like a canoe moving through a field of energy. With a clear vision, we understand that life is precious. With a clear vision, we also make decisions about what we want to accomplish. From a charity perspective, we first make offerings. Rather than ask, to ask would be to disavow the realization that everything wondrous is present. So we make offerings that it may be understood just how bountiful the universe is. We also make offerings that people may find the skillful means of mediation would appear as dissonance, differences, disturbances. Where do such disturbances arise? Simply from the grasping at the concept of I, our, and thinking that one group is more valuable than another. Like the tree well planted in the ground, reach, reaching deeply to reach water, and exhaling completely through its leaves, making the offering of oxygen. That simile is also an expression of our dance. As we look into the relationships within our lives, we understand that certain thoughts have given root or have established roots in bringing forth a tree of relationships. So when we examine the tree of relationships, 
we see how even the neighbor down the road is part of the branches that sustain us. And the wind carries the breath of the tree into many directions. What does it mean? Well, it means that our thought also reverberates through space. The tree of peace, the tree of opportunity, the tree of life. It is a reminder that our thought, word, and action and our relationships are like branches of the tree. So while the branches may seem far from the trunk or the root, they are still connected. And so when we think of our lives, it is wondrous to give appreciation. How wonderful the gift of life. Some may think, well, what is there to be thankful for? Life itself, even the ability to recognize what appears as struggle, as opportunity. So what is struggle? It is sometimes the wind of differing beliefs. It can be the disturbance of the heart that feels not enough. And what is the immediate remedy? The immediate remedy is to pour water upon the ground and give thanks that we have sweet water to drink. And also, as we make that prayerful offering with water, we also give thanks and offer sweet waters of forgiveness, sweet waters of nutrients, so that those who are present and afar may be sustained by the recognition of who they are. Human beings connected in a stream, a river, an ocean of life. And when we dip our cup into the water and take a sip, it is a sweet medicine that nurtures the wisdom that is within us and also clears the inner vision that we see clearly the ways in which we may accomplish something good. Giving thanks, we offer this water. In the south, we offer the water that the seeds of wisdom may flourish and bring forth a harvest, and that what has appeared as drought, holding back of loving compassion, is assuaged by the water offering. We give thanks for the potential in the human family to work cooperatively like the kernels upon the ear of corn, we see how many individuals are connected. Also, the corn deeply rooted in the earth is a reminder of how we may sustain one another. And we give thanks for the gift of food. And we also understand the preciousness of food, keeping it healthy, sharing it in wondrous ways and wondrous meals. So the South, planting seeds and harvesting, recognizing the power of our intent, that we are grateful 
that we are in, a sea of abundance, a world that is wondrously able to regenerate when we make offerings of appreciation. What is there to be regenerated? The memory of who we are, and most importantly, the power of the human mind and the collective. Tracing the roots of wisdom within ourselves, we can experience the wisdom of those who are long gone. What we think of as the past is a reverberating song carried in the wind and stable in the deep well of wisdom arising when we give thanks. How wonderful, how precious. We look to the West and we see, oh, how important it is, the medicine of transformation, transmutation. We make offerings of appreciation for our lessons learned, and as we make these offerings of appreciation, where there has been discord and dissonance and confused thought of limitation, we give thanks for the fire and the elixir of transmutation. So the fire that was anger, anxiety, or fear becomes the compassion that transforms the poisons of illusion so that the elixir of natural wisdom becomes apparent. Balanced earth, good health, this we are grateful for. In the ideal, it already exists, so there is no need to ask. We make offerings and prayers that it may be clearly apparent that the veils may be removed from our eyes. Penetrating insight, wisdom itself, cultivating a voice of invitation, inviting ourselves and others in a dance of appreciation. We are alive, and while there may be the appearance of clouds of dissonance moving through the sky, behind the cloudy appearance still there is the light of the sun. So where shall we place our attention? Let us place our attention on that which is nurturing. Let us place our attention on the ideal of loving community. Where does it begin? It begins with each of us. So do we need to change the world? Is it up to us to take care of what is far away? What is far away is cared for by the caring for of our mind, our speech, our thought. As we take care with our speech, we no longer add to the field energy of dissonance. When we take care with our inner vision, contemplating what is possible, we energize its arising. Often it is said that from the east there has come the twins carrying the light across the land, drying the mud of confusion that we may recognize that 
within the field of emotion, there is also natural wisdom and skill. So we give thanks. The North reveals its order, a plan, the sacred geometry through which our aspirations are made manifest and through which we also grow and flow. What are we grateful for? For the wind, the earth, the relationships, the sky, the secret mystery that awakened nature beyond expression or explanation, whether we call it God or mystery or mind, we have never left it. And the seed of that perfect mind is within. And so for this we are grateful. Ha! Offering prayers of appreciation. How does it change my view? Literally, the chemistry of depression is transformed when our mind considers the gifts we've received. When someone is feeling alone or lost, when thinking of, well, this I receive, how wonderful, these things I have understood, how precious. So in this world of contrived thought and contrived views, it is wise to look within and recognize what is true. What we hear are many waves of possibility. What we choose is the awakening of family, clan, nation to the realization of our mind power to actualize what is good. So what do you know as good? What is inviting you in this moment? to be made manifest, not to be disturbed by appearances arising, recognize they are intentionally contrived to disturb your recollection of your natural luminous state. Consider what are the poisons in the stream of conversation, words of hate, words of other, jealousy, anger, shame, blame, all those thought forms have become a way of controlling people so that they forget they are powerful, that there is nothing to control. Our human condition is a dancing opportunity, and when we think the expert realization is found outside, then we abdicate our spiritual sovereignty. I say sit well on your seat of wisdom. Sit straight, spine erect, tongue at the roof of your mouth, eyes looking down at the nose, inhaling completely, filling the belly, Fizzing the chest, exhaling completely, offering the breath, the aspiration that oneself and others recall our natural luminosity.
power of speech. Let us not be deceived by words of confusion. Let us energize and give appreciation for words of truth, words that energize our ability as human beings to manifest that which we call for. Old Indian way, earth is infinitely abundant. When we withhold love, her waters hide. When we are selfish, the weather is extreme. When we recognize there is a connection with our heart, our throat, our third eye, even with the sun, the black hole of our galaxy, and the many galaxies in this universe, we understand it is a harmonic dance. So in 1987, many native elders came out to say, now is the time, prepare yourselves. We enter a stream of increased wisdom, increased energy, this powerful energy, some may call them gamma rays, neutrinos, even beyond name, these energy flows, they are shaking away concepts, shaking away the bonds of illusion that we may see ourselves again as expansive wisdom beings inseparable from the heart of wisdom. Whose dream is it? It is our dream. What do you choose to accomplish? Carefully consider how it is you shall accomplish because certainly you are blessed and wondrous it is. Mother wisdom, natural wisdom within Father skill flowing, mother and father giving rise to our body, speech, and mind. And we understand that in this moment we are parents of the present, the future, even the past. In this moment we energize what is wisdom enhancing and life force enhancing giving thanks for the gift of life. Consider the friends you've walked with, the lessons learned. Consider co-workers, lessons learned, skills arising, opportunities, offering water that all may have the sweet medicine that recalls natural wisdom and skill. Sweet waters clearing the eye that each one sees the power of choice. Giving thanks, we choose to energize a community of awakened beings. How wonderful and precious the dance of life. Wado. And now I'd like to hear from some of you. What are you giving thanks for? Do you recognize? the treasures you've received? And how do you make offerings that those treasures expand to skillful activity for the benefit of all? 
And this concludes the lecture part of our conversation. Thank you so much, Venerable. Thank you. And for those of you who would like to share, if you're on the phone or the web call, star two on your keypad will raise your hand, and then you can speak directly to Venerable, uh, ask her a question, share. Star two on your keypad if you're on the phone or a web call or calling in on Skype. And then others can write in uh, questions and responses to Venerable in the question box if you're on the website there listening on the webcast. So two choices, star two to raise your hand if you're on the phone or the web call. Type in a question if you're on the webcast. And uh, I'm sure people are basking in the transmission that's been shared. And I'm going to answer your question there, Venerable. What, are, what am I grateful for? I'll start us off. And uh, one of the things that I'm truly grateful for, and I was contemplating this yesterday, is my awareness, my increasing awareness of what's real and what's true and being able to keep my attention there instead of on what's false is what uh, I'm often most grateful for is simply that. How wonderful to recognize the wisdom that is and to not be distracted by displays from the realization of things as they truly are. That is indeed a, a treasure. Yes, it is a treasure to me for sure. And uh, I'm inviting others to uh, respond to Venerable and share either by writing in or by raising your hand. And uh, while we're Oh, we've got uh, someone here in Virginia. I'm going to unmute you. Go ahead. In Virginia, it says... Hello, hello, I, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I had my mute on, I'm sorry. Uh, hello, Hello, how are you? This is Rachel from Virginia. Yes. Um, I'm going to be 57 years old in January. Um, and one of the things that I've begun to notice in the last year, because one of the things that you said, uh, maybe sometime in one of the one of these calls in the past year, is how the, the grandmothers and grandfathers who sit in the you know, uh, who, who, um, who eschew politics, basically, and they sit yes. in a place of wisdom. Yes. And um, I'm grateful. I'm bec I've, be I've been growing in gratitude, actually, for many of the challenges um, in my life in the past. Um, uh, a really, really a radical shift um, out of that place of... Um, 
feeling like uh, I've been a victim into a place of recognizing the the movement of all these events and relationships, including with my mother, who's very troubled as uh, bringing me to a greater place of awareness. And so um, that's so I find myself feeling actually very grateful for these challenges. And even more recent ones, you know, that come up, it's like the gratitude is almost immediate now. How wonderful. And do you recognize the skills that you may share with others as you apply the sweet balm of forgiveness and recognize with gratitude the new lessons learned as skills that may ameliorate suffering? Yes, yes, indeed, absolutely, yeah. Um, I do. It's I, I do share that. I do recognize that. I'm grateful for it. And I do share a great deal of that, of those lessons and skills uh, on my journey with others, absolutely. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you do. You do indeed share those lessons with others. Yes, yes. Good. And of course, and, of course, uh, I'm grateful, too, for the influence you've had on my life over the past 25 years. Um, all the seeds uh, that, it, that it were planted many, many years ago, I've seen uh, grow, you know, in me, like certain uh, certain words, ways. And, uh, and so I'm very grateful for that, too, and your teaching. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I am happy that you apply the teachings and that you reach out a hand to remind others that they too are walking a path of beauty and that each one has within the energy for growth and are blessed with a seed of wisdom potential. And through cooperation, it is made manifest. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wado, thank you. My joy and pleasure. When people have the mind of appreciation, when they think of even on a moment-to-moment a scale of what am I grateful for? There is less anxiety. There is deeper sleep. There are true benefits in appreciating the flow of life that moves through you and how you dance with uh, appearances arising. So when a person is feeling anxious, a quick remedy is to uh, take some beans from one hand, pouring it into another, and just considering I am grateful, I am grateful. And I offer this that others may recognize uh, joy, that they may have what they need, pouring it back to one's left hand, I am grateful. And with the right, pouring it into the right hand, offering 
that all may recall the wisdom that is within. This is a, a way of transmuting uh, the mind that grasps on the uh, what per is perceived as limitation and the pain of yesterday by offering the beings you are offering energy that all beings may recall their natural wisdom and the power of co-generation. And as you receive, you are grateful. So this dance of offering and receiving is a way to retrain the body-mind and to retrain our responses so that what might have been anxiety about politics, about economy, actually is changed to an understanding. I am receiving and I am offering and building that which is abundantly clear and has means of good relationship, good food, good water. I'll give an example. Here in Vermont, uh, many of us grow food, and this local food economy assures you of healthy food, and also it is a way to share with your neighbors. So the local economy is a rich economy. We sustain one another, and there is less um, taken from the earth because there is not a great distance to ship the food. And most important, what is energized is the recognition that just as we plant gardens, we are co-creators in the moment. And so it is clear for many that gardening like the prayer offering of appreciation is actually good for our brain chemistry and transforming the appearance of anxiety and despondence. So where do we put our attention? Let us put our attention on the gifts we received and most importantly, what we want to accomplish. So there are, uh, how do you say, dissonant energies in the atmosphere as an opportunity. What is dissonance? It is basically a wave of energy that is moving us towards a deeper level of understanding of the power of the human mind to co-generate abundance, slipping away the fetters of conceptual limitation. We energize the understanding that we as human beings have the capacity to generate new forms of energy. What is that new form of energy? It is also the most ancient form of energy. It is the heart resonance. Just as the tree has a pulse as it draws fluid up from the earth and 
circulated through the branches, leaves, or pine needles. There is also a pulse of energy moving through each person. That rhythm can be um, disturbed when we forget to put our bare feet on the ground and say thank you. So the idea of I am grateful, these things I have learned, these concepts have made benefit in my life, those very thoughts energize the flow of energy in your body and also the production of brain chemistry that is supportive of your walk. Anxiety, in a sense, is a poison. And what does it arise from? Well, ultimately, all poisons arise from ignorance. And anxiety is also a bit of anger that perhaps there is not enough or perhaps one is not recognized. Look within and recognize your direct connection. Your being is in relationship with others and your wisdom and your perception of it is not dependent upon other beings. Like a wanderer, you have carried with you seeds of wisdom and it is now time to tend those seeds, plant them, recognize them and you will find that Hidden among the seeds are also jewels. The most important jewel that resonates with the pulse of the heart, the trees, the earth, and sky is the ruby. What does the ruby represent? It represents compassion and the transformation of what may have been anger into recognition and care that our thought is interconnected with that of every appearance. Who is the compassionate being? We can idealize a compassionate being as Christ, as Buddha, as the wondrous, mysterious beings, the Dakinis, the Bodhisattvas. And when we examine more closely the seed of wisdom, skill, and compassion that is within those we idealize is also within each of us. So it is helpful to see a model indeed. It is helpful to see methods and to practice methods, methods that pacify the confusion, the dissonance, and the conflict within, and that conflict only is arising because we have stepped away from the remembrance of our natural luminous state. And so what is there to do about pacifying first seeing and then applying the medicine of purifying so one is no longer adding to the field, that energy of Zebinus, that energy of forgetfulness. So how do we purify our mind stream? 
in certain ways, we see it arising in the news. Uh, certain ideas of power over have become very clearly not acceptable. More recognize that what was an illusion of um, communication in that it did not respect individuals' choice based upon the belief that one has power over another, we see that that paradigm is unwinding. And this is a good thing. And so just as we see issues around gender, race, nationality, and even different views of religion, as we examine what are those different views, ultimately it becomes clear that each human being wants to have good food, good water, a safe place to live, meaningful relationships, and meaningful activity, creating work that is beautiful, beneficial. And so at the same time we see unraveling, there is also creation of a more subtle uh, network. And this subtle network is composed of the dreamers, the inventors, those who understand that energy has no limit. And so finding even simpler ways to accept the gift of the sun. In 1987, Elders said, the sun is listening to us, offering us new energy. And they recommended that people in their daily practice also make offerings of yellow flowers, the yellow flowers symbolizing the clear mind, the penetrating insight that we see behind the appearance of form, recognizing that it is inseparable from luminous wisdom and that we ourselves are inseparable from that. So the idea that came forth in 1987 based upon the Mayan calendar was to acknowledge what we receive, to give thanks, and also in the process of giving thanks, carefully nurture what is wisdom and life force enhancing. And so many elders also went more quiet at that time as they entered into deeper meditation, energizing the awakening of the human family's remembrance that people would see clearly their faces of luminous being reflected in the water of experience. And so the process of meditation is also when imbued with deep compassion and commitment to realize awakened mind and ameliorate suffering for all beings, this energy, it becomes a magnet, a magnet for the potential dreams we have, the potential of bringing forth whatever is needed 
there's an old Cherokee story about a factory where people uh, no no things went into the factory, but many things came out of the factory, and people meditated and brought forth whatever was needed by the community. That is a teaching story about the capacity of the human being. So sunlight, a gift, our voices, a power, our intention, a responsibility, our heart, resonant and aware, pulsing with the new energy moving through the universe. How is it? It is like when you are walking through the forest and you come to a waterfall. In that sense, our galaxies are passing through a waterfall, energy descending from hyperspace, a more subtle realm. We've never been separate from that subtle realm. We've only constructed a view of separation and a forgetfulness of the many layers and universes within each moment. Consider the overtones of a harp. The primary tone is giving rise to many overtones. They exist simultaneously and where you place your attention and the capacity of your ears, determine which note uh, you are sensitive to and aware of. So there is a song arising. The harp's overtones are exquisite, like a chorus of angels. The sound is flowing through each of us, and so some electronics may disturb their protect the perception of those songs of jubilation, and as a responsible human being caring for the body and the land, you apply antidotes and remedies. So what seems like dissonance also has a harmonic that transforms the discord into energetic opportunity. And so some of the work with frequencies that are demonstrated uh, via Wilhelm Reich and devices like organ generators and cloud busters are examples of uh, technology that transforms uh, patterns of illusion. And the most powerful transformer is the heart recognizing our connection, observing the vibration and the dance of forms arising and imbuing it with our appreciation and dedication that all may recall luminosity as our natural state. So yeah, it is a dance. In the center, all is good, mother wisdom, father's skill, 
appearances arising before you, how we grow, choosing how we will do it. Behind us, lessons learned, concepts perhaps outgrown. From the East, continuous inspiration, luminous energy arising, expressed through inner hyperspace. From the West, in the West, fires of transmutation, seeing the illusions dispelled as compassion is revealed. The South seeds of good cause, clear intention, gems of wisdom. In the North, a mind well-trained that we may manifest what is wisdom and life force enhancing, skillful methods, all this occurs past, present, and future in the heart's clear awareness. How wondrous, how marvelous. Let us recall that we are grateful for the gifts of life. Questions, how do we deal with this? In a time where there is the threat of war, we energize the heart of transmutation. How do we deal with the appearance of unfairness? Oh my gosh, yes, it is true. You've worked hard and others who don't seem to work as much are fed by you. Well, I say, make a choice what you feed. Feed the thought of joyful accomplishment. Be the change you're calling for, because indeed we are the ones we've waited for. Small business, make it yourself. Circle, friends, co-creating, abundance, exploring, possibilities. All this, like a farmer's market, an opportunity for all of us. I think that was the last question, at least, that I tuned into. Are there any questions <laughs> that you see there, Jennifer? Yes, uh, we have a couple people raising their hands, and uh, we also have some people who have written in their gratitude. So I'll read the gratitudes first and then uh, uh, unmute the people with questions. Cheryl writes in, I am grateful to awaken to the clarity of beauty of all the wealth that our Earth holds in her amazing, wonderful energy she exchanges with us in each moment. And Kath, yes. And Kathleen writes, "I am very grateful for you, Venerable, for the teachings and practices that help me to recognize when I move into distraction. I'm grateful for gratitude and being able to dance through life, remembering that life, breath, sight, and even what may appear as 
challenging offer opportunities for growth. I'm very grateful for opportunities to share with others. And Kareen writes, I am grateful for the realization that I am truly loved and that I also am a loving being with the ability to bring some light into my surroundings. Grateful for Jennifer and Venerable and all the ones who share the journey with us. How wonderful it is. (laughs) And we have first Olivia raising her hand. Go ahead, Olivia. Good afternoon, Venerable and everybody. I'm grateful, um, first of all, just to be here with you, Venerable, today on this beautiful day and able to Thank you once again for what you give me and what you bring our community. And I'm deeply grateful for our Sunray family and community globally and locally and the wonderful teachings that you continue to make available to us and our wonderful ministers who also are sharing so generously, and I am grateful, and my heart is open, and I am looking for ways to share with people who are not aware of these wonderful teachings, who are going through deep suffering, particularly in the Boston area that I have the honor of meeting with. And um, I have shared with them about the Elders Gathering and the Peace Village and and, uh, your teachings and everything. But when I meet with them in a couple of weeks, um, I would treasure any um, suggestions that you might have when I'm meeting with people who have there are these wonderful mothers who have lost um, their sons and their children from violence and they yes, practice yes. compassion they practice compassion and I want to be I don't want to seem as though I don't know. It's it's I I I just want to let them know how much I am honored to be with them and how these teachings are such a gift. Um, let them let them know by ex- showing experientially the heart's appreciation. Sometimes okay. it is the quiet energy that is more. Uh, supportive and explanatory of our appreciation. So those mothers and that group of people who have lost their children due to violence, they are indeed applying spiritual practice. And through their acts of forgiveness and mutual support, they are directly transforming the seeds of aggression that give rise to suffering. So to honor the power in each person to experience what was a great loss to, and 
recognize their tears and see the wisdom that they, that group is applying as medicine to transform uh, patterns of aggression, open people's hearts and minds to states of non-reaction. Yes, it is. There are many communities who are doing uh, wondrous activity to transform aggression, to uh, heal the heart of its suffering, and it begins with each person. Uh, those families, they acknowledge the pain in their own hearts, and they acknowledge the grief, and from that they created pathways of healing for uh, large communities and also the transformation of thought forms that give rise to aggression and uh, they work on many levels. So when we have the good fortune to meet with uh, good-hearted, good-minded people who have recognized the community's call and prayer, we sustain them uh, by sitting with them, listening with them, and also generating those activities that reveal uh, a method to transform uh, the aggressions that have arisen in neighborhoods uh, or in any situation. So what is the most powerful tool towards transforming aggression? Well, certainly it is forgiveness and, most importantly, establishing a code of right relationship, the mm -hmm. ideal that we aspire to. So in these meetings, good to energize the ideal that will make the change to ameliorate the energy of suffering and the causes of aggression. Um, and this even is occurring on, uh, so there we're talking neighborhood, family clan neighborhoods and mm -hmm. uh, local governance. And also there are waves of change arising through the heart wisdom. Uh, throughout the world, and how are these waves of change, these invitations to acknowledging our co-creative power uh, to generate abundance, how is it being shown? Ah, by feeding each other, nurturing each other, holding a candle in the wind with a clear voice that we are united in our belief that the human family can accomplish together with mutual respect whatever is called for. So, yes, there is the spiritual activity that is as important as sitting upon the shrine, and that is how we walk with our neighbors and support what is 
beneficial for the circle of human beings. Thank you, Venerable. That's wonderful. You're welcome. And you, um, for everyone, as we consider uh, what we are thankful for, we also consider what shall we offer? How can we further benefit family, clan, nation, land, all beings? All Cherokee way of saying it. So we conceptualize uh, based on the ideal that we aspire to. Uh, what has inspired you? What is the ideal that draws you towards awakened, compassionate activity? And you conceptualize how in this moment you and you experience in your body the energy of compassion, forgiveness, and the altruistic motivation that yourself and others recognize the skill to transform what has been poisons causing harm into skill that gets us all to the shore free from illusion. And visualize the outcome. How shall it be? Three days, three months, three years, how will we benefit one another? How will we transform the energy of confusion? And see the result, how it will be. What are the permeable membranes like the, the mosquito netting that will allow in the supportive energy and uh, hold at bay the dissonant or distorted energies. Um, bugs are interesting. Bugs can also be thought forms. So recognize those thoughts that are floating in uh, like a wave of uh, advertisement, so to speak, and look behind the wave to see and recognize what is truth. And ultimate truth is we're all connected. And uh, harm caused to one is harm caused to all. And so what are the skills that we want to develop so that the old patterns of speech and action transform into their skillful opportunities. So that's taking it. Your heart sovereignty is also expressed into your relationships or through your relationships and even with your neighbors in your community. It is a limitless field of abundance. And even when there is the appearance of constriction, it is the trampoline, so to speak, that we jump through the illusion. Hmm. 
Are there other questions there, Reverend Jennifer? Yes, we have Laurel raising her hand here. Laurel, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Honorable. Hello. I'm very, very grateful to be with you on this call today. It just is so I'm just warming my heart to a great great fire actually. Um and I'm very grateful that you know the love that spirit has for me and all beings is such that there's always 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 um another opportunity to to uh, transform. And I'm really opening now um in this time of gratitude um to be looking at how how to work with the the physical symptoms that I have that I would say are very painful, but how to work with my heart energy to you know to not I, I'm letting go of wanting them to go away. It doesn't seem to you know does that doesn't seem to work. So. I'm wondering if you have suggestions on how to use the the energy of what feels like physical discomfort to actually use it as a transformational tool. Yes. What feels like physical discomfort is information, sometimes inflammation, waiting to be expressed through movement. So to cultivate the breath and mind moving freely through your body and your body gently moving here are the messages that you give to yourself and of course see your physician to be sure there are no um physical uh, causes that uh, can be quickly ameliorated generally life is energy and uh, the swollen joints the aching back are a cry for movement and what is being moved it is the information within you so to cultivate deep breathing and uh, movement practices like a child exploring inhaling fully expanding your shoulders, your chest, and as you exhale, rolling a bit, then inhaling, stretching, and where you think there is pain, guide your breath there with your mind. And generally in 3 days you see uh, some positive result and of course you want to see your physician in case there are some um, other factors so yes all day sickness and death they say and uh, also we can laugh and move and dance along the way i don't know if i really believe in death actually I do know that there are concepts that we've accepted but what is there to come or go ultimately the 
wisdom nature uh, has no beginning or end. But that's one of Grandma Honey's deep thoughts. Thank Is you. Is that helpful to you? Well, I wanted. To, I'm just smiling because. Um, I I have a great love of um, devotional chanting, and I don't live in a place that that you know has been available. And today, I just for some reason was inspired to look on the internet, and as of last month, it is now here where I live. So what you are suggesting to, it really makes me smile because that is what I, you know, am guided to be doing now. So thank you. Everybody can raise their hand to ask a question by star two on your keypad. Uh, We have time for uh, uh, another question or two, and uh, while people are raising their hands, I'm going to read Kevin's statement of gratitude. He says, I am grateful for the inspiration of spirit who has given me new passion and direction. I'm grateful for my courage to see this through. I affirm this with the deep desire of my heart to have clarity freedom, wisdom, and purpose regarding all that unfolds in my new path. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. Yes. And we have someone in Greenwich, New York, raising their hand. I'm going to unmute you. Go ahead. Hi, this is Virginia, and I'm just grateful to be on this call. My heart just keeps opening fuller and fuller and fuller and fuller grateful to Spirit for whispering Venerable's name in my ear when I was looking for a model to (laughs) be inspired um, as I have been given uh, 80 acres to become a divine steward for. So I'm incredibly humbled and grateful for for this moment and uh, for all of nature and all of you. How wonderful. All right. Yes. So, again, start two to uh, raise your hand and ask a question of Venerable. And uh, we have Rachel uh, writing in. Hi, Jennifer. Oh, it's a technical question. Sorry. Oops. (laughs) And uh, let's see if we have anything else. All right. Well, if no one is, uh, oh, there's Olivia raising her hand again. Go ahead, Olivia. Jennifer, I just wanted to say that I'm really grateful to you for making it possible for Venerable to have this wonderful, masterful living online seminar that goes on, you know, and reaches so many people. And I just can't tell you how wonderful it is 
to hear from other people that we don't necessarily get to see face-to-face who are able to be part of our family. And I thank you so much. And I know there are others that share with this with me. And to Venerable, once again, for this incredible gift and opportunity. Thank you. Mwado. Yes, thank you, Olivia. I uh, I give thanks to Spirit for uh, placing the idea in my awareness and for Venerable's yes and for the technology that allows us to transcend time and space. I am so grateful, so grateful. And uh, Venerable, I'm going to ask you a question about gratitude. It's one that I get a lot from people, and the que- I, I get it so frequently, and it is this. People ask me, how do I remember to choose love, to be grateful, to connect with spirit? How do I remember? Well, I advise uh, people to have pockets. <laughs> and in one pocket uh, you place, uh, when you are unkind or forgetful, you place a dark bean. And when you've been kind in the other pocket, you place a a lighter colored bean. So that is a a simple way to recognize, okay, that thought I recognize as not uh, kind or productive. I taking note of it, I put this dark bean in my pocket. I have recognized the joy and the clarity of the moment and I've done a good deed, I've accomplished something that benefits others, I put a light-colored bean in my pocket. So that's a a way that we were worked with as kids. Uh, So if you want to uh, notice your mind, you have good thoughts and you have, and what are the good thoughts? There are happy thoughts and you're learning and you're experiencing. And then there are thoughts where you may be angry, you may be annoyed or feel left out. And so to begin to see how you're in charge of those thoughts and emotions Uh shows you how powerful you are in choosing what seeds you want to actually plant in your garden of life. Oh, that is a wonderful practice. I love that. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. So simple, so helpful. And... Oops, I'm going to do a last check here and see if uh, we've got Kim writing in. She writes, thank you so much, Venerable, for the wisdom you impart. It's been transformational for me to be in your presence. I'm so humbly grateful for all the blessings and obstacles on my path, and I feel that I have not yet landed on what I feel is my purpose. 
Can you provide any guidance for me? Thank you for your guidance, Kim. Yes. What brings you joy? And when the energy flows freely, then you are in that state of harmony with your choice for birth, your life purpose. So when are the moments, what are you doing when you experience joy? Too often people think they put aside joy to work. I'm inviting you to know that whatever you do when infused with joy generates wonder and all that you may require. For example, um, it was clear to me um, in university the power of music and chemistry and the deep connection of the heart and the earth and the seeds of wisdom hidden in the voices of everyone's ancestors because we can all trace our roots back to one source and how to apply that so from philosophy to conversation of the heart how does one create um, abundance through recognizing the conversation of the heart as a a, a skill set that enhances wisdom in others and enhances the flow of wisdom, joy, skill, and manifest a group mind that may bring forth whatever is called for. So from the telepathy games of childhood, which was really fun, uh, has become apparent my path is the heart communication with people and uh, the earth and the sky, the very primordial energy from which forms arise uh, in which we are all connected. So what brings you joy? How do you build on it? It is not either or. What infuses you with energy where the energy easily flows is an expression of your purpose. We're all explorers. And your purpose is to see the mystery and Choose what arises as skillful action and you recognize it as clear energy flow. And that is the answer that I can share. 
and the answer to every question is in the question. And so the answer is also, most importantly, within you. And I support your realization of that answer. With joy, joy, and more joy. Thank you, Venerable. Thank you so much for a great class, a wonderful teaching, such wonderful tools for us to employ in rising in our joy and spirit. Well, thank you for asking, Jennifer. I noticed in the last uh, three classes or conversations in this way, there is more um, a more fluid communication. So what begins as my planned lecture, there is actual uh, aware and deep connection from the hearts of the participants that uh, is quite wonderful, uh, showing me the power of the human family. We are all connected. And just as your thoughts reach through time and space, um, also we are co-creating the appearances that arise. And it is wonderful that we may energize joy, clarity, and most importantly, balance. Mm. That's the, the growth the growing edge for the human family. Mm. From power over to cooperation and mm -hmm. recognition of mutual abundance. Mm -hmm. And I say we're ready. <laughs> so I salute the light of wisdom in each of you who are listening in the present and the future. May the wisdom potential within each one flourish and grow and come forth as ever a more joyous, skillful message. Wado. Mm. And I'll share the long life prayer. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, Calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters. May your mission be accomplished. May we assist you in the light. May you receive many blessings and live a long good life. We thank you, Dehani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families, who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings, blessed of the Vajra Dakini. May your life, Dehani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. Wado, wado. Wado.